Welcome to Double E Elevating Entrepreneurs. Today I'm interviewing Jose Ramirez. He actually is a self-employed um, personal trainer and nutrition coach. Um, he's actually had his business for over four years and um, he is based out of the Dallas area. His business is called Fitness Minded and he currently trains out of the self-made training facility, which is located in Dallas, mm -hmm. and he does online training as well. And he focuses not on necessarily diet, but nutrition. So focusing on like macros and positive behavioral mod modifications and things of that nature. Um, so why don't you go ahead and say hi to everybody, Jose? Hi, everybody. So yeah, just like Liz said, thank you so much for having me, by the way. Absolutely. Um, my name's Jose. been training for about a total of, I would say, six years. And definitely took the leap about four years ago to, you know, start my own thing. That's awesome. What made you do that? Like, what, something light a fire in you to say, like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I want to do my own thing. Or what, what, how did that happen? Tell us about it. So when I initially thought of becoming a personal trainer, I had a three-step plan in mind. So I knew one was uh, work for a big box gym mm. so I can get a better idea of how to train and I can learn from other trainers and learn the ropes while having a, a safety net mm -hmm. so I can be able to make some mistakes without it hurting financially too much. Mm -hmm. um, and then my next step was to own in my own studio, start doing my own thing, be independent. And then my mm -hmm. third step was to eventually have my own gym as well. Okay. So very they, cool. that was always in the in the plans. In the works. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So who inspires you in your industry? Um, there's a guy that I look up to on social media, and I think he'll probably be. He's the one that I look to more for information I would say as far as uh, his name is his name is Jeff Nippard I definitely recommend you guys check him out he's really cool has really good information um, but I think that's as far as goes as inspiration a lot of the stuff just comes from self-motivation and trying to always better myself and how do you keep yourself motivated and bettering yourself on some things you do in the business side I'm not gonna lie I think this is common for a lot of trainers mm -hmm. um, the business side is a little bit harder for me to stay motivated and stay on top of things I really gotta not think about it too much and just do it because if I try to think it too much then I just tend to procrastinate. Okay. Um, and what do you mean by business side? Is that like the logistics of it? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like the marketing side, the, you know, um, following up with leads, uh, like okay. uh, session tracking, all the financial side, you know, accounting side. Okay. So tell us more about that. A lot of people want to do what you're doing. So how do you do that? How do you keep up with all of that? Like, is there software that you use? Do you have anybody that helps you? Do you pay for leads? How to tell us more? Yeah. So a lot of the stuff is, you know, you know it's trial and error. Definitely still learning mm -hmm. a lot myself. Um, but most of my leads do come through third party um, programs. Like one of them is Thumbtack that I like to use a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a lot of it's also going to be social media, and that's definitely where I'm trying to build a lot of my following in. Uh, so just constantly posting, staying on top of that, creating content that people would like to see, and it's helpful to people. Uh -huh. And then with that, hopefully inspires them to, to reach out and take okay. that next step into their fitness journey. That's smart. So tell us some tips on that, on social media posting and when to post and what, like how do you figure out what to post that draws that audience? How do you create that you know, um, interaction to gain your audience and to get them interacting and wanting to come to you? Like, what are some tips on that? Yes. What do you do? So, so far what I've been doing that seems to be working very well is just coming up with a, a plan. So think of all your posts ahead of time, you know, a month, two months ahead. Mm. Write them all down and think of having a, a general idea of what you're trying to stick to. Try to find a pattern. And then after that, just mm. really sticking to the logistics side of it, trying to go deeper into the post and see what's getting interaction and what's not. 
if you see that something is really working very well and people are liking, post more of that, keep testing, see what it is that people like about it. If you see that something isn't really doing all that well, try to get rid of it and try something new. So something in the past that we were doing was posting some memes. We found okay. out that, you <laughs> yeah, know, we thought, funny. <laughs> yeah, we thought that, you know, they're, they're all over the internet. We thought they sure. were super popular. So we thought, why not give it a try, put that on our page and, mm -hmm. you know, see how people react to that. And turns out people were actually more intrigued by the by the stuff that we made, the things that were a little more personal, like the workouts that we were posting, the client pictures, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, because it makes them feel included, right, and involved. I think people really appreciate that. Are there certain times of day that you post that you find it's better and more interaction or certain hashtags that you use as well that you find gets better results? Yeah, so it depends on the platform. So I know... Facebook, it's more morning, and uh, Instagram is more afternoon, so it's just different okay. audience, so you, it's a lot about sure. testing, and it might even vary based on the, I know on Instagram for sure, it varies based a lot on the industry, Okay. so if you're more in the music industry, you know, this just all depends, um, Okay. but yeah, for fitness, what I found to work best is weekday on Facebook, like let's say Monday and Fridays, mm -hmm. uh, Mondays and Thursdays actually, like somewhere between 8 or 9 in the morning, mm -hmm. and then Instagram a little later in the afternoon. Okay, very cool. And how do you keep track of your numbers, your logistics, what's working, what's not working? Are you using um, business owner accounts on these tools on Facebook and Instagram? Or are you using a specific software that helps you ma manage and measure like interaction and you know hashtags and what's working and what's not working? Are you just studying it yourself? Like, how are you guys creating that data or how are you creating that data? So I just go into, I think the, the apps themselves, like Instagram mm -hmm. and Facebook, they have the algorithm side of it. And I okay. just go in there and just look at the numbers and kind of figure it out for myself and see where the interaction is coming from. Okay, nice, mm -hmm. so your own engagement. Very cool, exactly. very cool. So tell us more, like um, what does your day-to-day -day look like? Is every day different? And, and if you were, if I was your client and you were sitting down with me, what would we be going over? Um, what would you create for me? Gotcha. So yeah, right now, especially because of COVID, you know, things are way <laughs> yes. different than what they were um back you know even a year ago uh so i'm doing mm -hmm. a lot more remote training now so basically i just you know I get on my laptop and i get my clients to get on their laptop mm -hmm. and i can still be able to look at their form and give them you know get an accountability check yeah uh with that we know while still having them feel safe and not having them feel at risk of covid mm -hmm. um and I've, I'm definitely a lot more online coaching now as well because people are trying to work out at home, but mm -hmm. don't you know don't necessarily know what to do. Right. So I create a plan for them through online coaching. Okay. Um. So yeah, and uh, you mentioned also what would be what would it be like if mm -hmm. you were if if uh, you were coming in for the first time, right? Right. Yeah. What would we be covering? <laughs> so it's honestly a lot of stuff, and I'm not gonna lie, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So I definitely try to break mm -hmm. it down as much as we as much as I can. Um, but the first step is definitely talk more about your goals. Give me a better idea of what it is that you do now, what it is that you're trying to get to. And I'm trying to create, uh, well, I'm trying to get an idea of what your beha behavior habits would be like. Okay. So, Such but, as? So, for example, <laughs> maybe... Um, like eating and sleeping habits uh, kind eating, of thing? Exactly. Those are the really two okay. big ones. Typically, when someone comes to me to looking for training, they're not really hitting the gym. Mm, so okay. there's not really much that I can look at there. Okay. Uh, and if they are, they're typically doing a lot of cardio. That's, uh -huh. that's pretty common. Right. Um, but yeah, typically eating and eating and sleeping. So what is it that okay. you're eating throughout the day? You know, how much, water are you, how much water are you drinking? How many hours of sleep are you getting at night? Oh, wow. 
You know, if you're mm-hmm. not getting much sleep, what is it that's keeping you up? Things like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> well, for me, it's my brain. <laughs> I'm always creating and evolving and like, what can I do for my business? Like, how can I make it grow? Who can I connect with? Gotcha. Who can I have on my podcast next? Like, what other cool design would be awesome to have on clothing that people would <laughs> like, you know? So that's that's me. Personally, for me, it's my phone. I have to really It's not make... my phone, it's my thoughts. Really? Yeah. I have to really make I always a... want to improve, so I'm always thinking. Gotcha. I had to really yeah. make a, a conscious effort to... After a certain time, put my mm-hmm. way in my phone. You know, I really have to make a conscious effort to not bring my phone with me to the bed. So I do have it. I use it yeah. as an alarm, like a lot of people oh, do. Oh yes, of right. course. <laughs> so instead, <laughs> I think of, everybody in our generation does. <laughs> exactly. So what I do instead of lay, I don't lay down and get right on my phone because I used mm. to do that a lot and it would keep yeah. me up for hours. So now what I do, yeah. I just lock my phone, put it, you know, put on my alarms, put it to the side, and then lay down, and okay. then grab a book or something like that. Or if I'm not, you know, if I'm not tired, grab a book. If I am, just go to sleep. Nice. What do you like to read? Like, uh, like any specific like motivational books? Do you read anything in relation to your industry? I like a lot of psychology books. One of my favorite authors is Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, Malcolm of course. Gladwell. Yeah. Um, I like his book Outliers and Blink. I think Blink mm-hmm. was probably my favorite so far. Yeah. Um, and yeah, different different kinds of self help books. Just you know, okay. trying to absorb as much as I can. So tell us some stuff you learned from his work. Uh, Outlier Blink is uh, learned a lot about the subconscious mind. Uh, have you ever mm-hmm. heard, have you read that book yourself? Yes. yes. It's very very interesting looking at the subconscious mind and how the way it processes things uh, in a yeah. way that you didn't even realize before. Yeah. Uh, like something as simple. This one that really stuck out to me. Something as simple as opening the door. How your subconscious is looking at different cues to seeing whether if it's a push or pull, and hmm. it's processing that before mm-hmm. you actually get to the door and actually try to yeah. pull it or push it. Yeah. Um, so things like that. It was pretty, pretty And all the things that happened in the blink of an eye, too, was crazy. I was like, yeah. what? Second splitting, I think yeah. it, it was Yeah, I was like, right? that's insane. Is I'm it? like, really that fast? And I was like, wow, I didn't know we did all that in a blink of an eye. Exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. No, that's really cool. That's awesome. I actually studied psychology for my undergrad. Oh, did you? So I studied a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. It was one of my mm-hmm. favorite topics for it's sure. It's very interesting. I think it's actually psychology in and of itself and understanding humans and human behavior and social psychology for an entrepreneur I think is vital. Absolutely. Um, I think it helps me so much because I can interact with people. I can read body language. I can read micro expressions and communicate with people I think much more effectively. Exactly. Um, and I understand personality styles and types and everything like that. So... Um, that's really important. Actually, for you listeners out there, um, that's one of my favorite books, too, is um, different books that talk about different personalities, because I think it's so important. It's not just romantically, but it's also for business relationships and your clients. Um, so whether you have a small business, you know, um, working with people one on one or you work with people, um, you know, together collaborating on something and you have clients, I think it's important to know, like, how they uh, react to different situations and scenarios and, you know, how they want feedback the best, you know what I mean? Because everybody's different Absolutely. and I think it increases the value you bring to them. Um, and I think it increases your productivity and performance in the growth of your business. So I think that's really important. Yeah. Especially so. in the fitness industry, right? Cause it's so mm-hmm. personal. You're yeah. you know, with your client and you're trying to, uh, one of my jobs is trying to motivate them to actually create this change, not just. Okay. How do you do that? <laughs> that's honestly the tough part. The challenge. It's, yeah, it's, it's a definitely it's, the workout is the it's definitely the easiest part. The, yeah. Trying to create those behavior modifications is by far the hardest part. Trying yeah. to motivate them and encourage them and teach them in a way that that 
that they are able to understand uh-huh. so they're able to actually implement them in their own life it's definitely one of the hardest parts yeah i bet so like what are what if what stood out to you so far like since you've had your business for four years already like what do you find is most effective for most people? I mean, obviously, it's a generalization, right? Because it's an individual basis. Exactly. But is there anything specific that would help our listeners get more motivated to? <laughs> yeah. So, I, like you said, it's very it's, it's very much about the person and trying to mm-hmm. find what works best for them. For example, yeah. one of the things that I really like to promote is uh, calorie counting and macro counting. Mm. So, for those who don't know, macros are carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. And that's basically okay. what makes up calories. Sure. Um, and I really promote that because it really teaches you a lot about your food and about eating habits that you mm-hmm. might have not known of before. Yeah. But there's some people who really don't like doing that and they find it very tedious. And mm-hmm. if I try to implement that on every single person, I'm going to have a lot, big portion of them not actually do it. They're going to basically, sure. you know, fail. So I try to find different ways to, imp- to implement nutrition hmm. to still implement those positive behavior modifications. So, for example, instead of telling them to count every single food that they're eating, I might tell them to be more conscious of what they're eating to start hmm. and looking at maybe you're drinking too much soda during dinner or during every meal and mm-hmm. starting by switching mm-hmm. the soda out for more water. Or maybe you realize that you're eating too much carbs in the form of maybe rice or mm-hmm. pasta, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so implementing more vegetables so like that you get more nutrition, more fiber, implementing more lean sources of protein and just things like that. Okay, so tell us what those, you said they were positive behavior modifications. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Tell positive us more beha- about that. <laughs> so positive behavior modifications is just, like I said, looking at your daily life, at things mm-hmm. that you are doing that's not helping you reach your goal, okay. and trying to switch that into a more positive light. So like okay. I said, just going from drinking soda to drinking water, okay. and became make, making that a habit. Okay. And that would be like a positive behavior modification. That's so cool. How did you learn about all of that? Uh, a lot of that was from the Precision, Precision Nutrition book. Uh, that's a, uh, it's a, like continued education for, for trainers. Well, it's accessible to anybody, okay. really, but sure. it's tailored for trainers. Mm-hmm. so like that they can learn more about nutrition, how to possibly be able to affect their client's life. Okay, that's really cool. So what are some of your recommended uh, workouts? So you said a lot of people are doing too much cardio, right, in the Mm -hmm. gym, which I think all of us sometimes are guilty of. So (laughs) what do you typically recommend your clients do to change things up? So cardio is good, and Mm -hmm. a lot of people like to do it because cardio will, um, well, it's very easy to learn, right? You just get on the Mm -hmm. treadmill and, you know, pick up the speed and go for a quick run, and you're going to see some, I mean, if you stick to it, you're going to see some pretty good results right Mm -hmm. off the bat. But it's not such a good long-term investment. So it's a good short-term investment. Mm -hmm. So I would say try to switch it up and try to hit a little bit more resistance training. And the reason why that's important, it's going to help increase your metabolism. So like that, you're able to burn more calories over time. Whereas cardio can actually atrophy some muscle and Mm. and actually lower your metabolism, making it harder to lose weight over time, which is Mm. why it's not such a good long-term investment. Okay. So, Dev, it's a good warm-up. I would say if you're going to get in the gym, this is, of course, very general. It's going gonna, it's gonna to vary on the you know, person-by-person basis. Sure. But 8 to 12 minutes cardio, just get the heart rate going to get okay. the core temperature up, mm-hmm. oxygenate the blood. Um, and then after that, just start with machines. Start with something simple or, you know, look up some YouTube videos um, on how to, how to work out with some weights. Machine, by far, being the easiest, the simplest, and the less likely to get you hurt. Right. Um, <laughs> And that will be a good way to get started. And, you know, just the whole goal is just to get started. And with time, you'll be able to learn more about it. 
Okay. And do you do, like, when you say you do your online training, are you doing videos as well, showing people how to work out properly, things like that as well? Yeah, so the program that I use, uh, actually, with every workout that I, so I give you basically a monthly workout program. Okay. So I might include three to four workouts a week, and might schedule some cardio in there as well. Um, and it also comes included with video. If you don't know what the workout is, you can look at a video, and mm -hmm. it'll show you how to do the workout. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. That's awesome. I love that concept. It's really cool. Yeah, it's very helpful. Okay, very cool. And then um, what do pe how do people schedule with you? Do you have like a Calendly link or how do they get on your schedule to get the, that all set up? Definitely should have one of those. I think it would be very okay. helpful. Okay, I have one. It's great. So yeah, I <laughs> yeah. bet it is. I really need to try it. Um, yeah. But right now, reach, just reaching out to me through either my social medias or uh, just recently build my own website, so I'm pretty okay. excited about it. Yeah. Uh, fitnessmindedpt.com so they can definitely get a nice. hold of me there okay. uh, or my email it's uh, J-O-S-E Jose PT at fitnessmindedpt.com that's awesome how did you come up with fitness minded as your name tell it, us about that and know, did you create your own website too I'm curious <laughs> yeah no so the website we did actually with the help of my girlfriend Amber she's actually okay. going to become a trainer herself as well no way congrats to Amber yeah it's a super <laughs> if you're super listening or you'll, you'll be listening later I'm sure <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah uh, but no, we're super excited okay. about it. I can't wait to have her on the team. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, with the help of, she was more on the design side and then I was mm -hmm. more on the technical side. Cool. And we, we built it ourselves. It took us about, I'll say about wow. a month, month and a half. It was, What'd y'all use? It was uh, we used uh, WordPress. Yeah. And then we used a plugin called uh, Elementor. Yep. Have you used that I'm before? I'm familiar with both of them. I'm actually building my own website right now, too. <laughs> I really? It's really helpful, right? So I know about both of those. Yes, <laughs> it is, actually. That's it's a really lot of cool. copy and pasting, so it makes it so, so yeah. easy. You don't need to do much coding in there. Yeah. What type of, like, layout did you guys do or look, if you had to describe it? Uh, you know what? Honestly, I'm not, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> you don't know. Okay, we'll, we'll check out his website, guys. Okay, very cool. Very cool. And so, um, so with working out and things like that, do you recommend people, like, eat or drink a certain amount before or after work, workout to help with recovery, things like that, help with fueling? And do you find a difference between like people eating a um, you know, meat-centered diet versus vegetarian or vegan or pescatarian diet? Are people more effective? Tell us like about that gotcha. and how that interacts. So I, like I mentioned earlier, I definitely do like taking a flexible approach. So for example, okay. if someone is very set on being vegetarian, I definitely respect it. Don't try okay. to change their, yeah. their opinion on that. But... With that being said, <laughs> <laughs> however, <laughs> however uh, it is very difficult to get the amount of protein recommended, not for health purposes, just for body recompositioning purposes. Okay. Um, and, and what that means, you know, building muscle and losing some body fat. It's mm -hmm. very, very, very hard to get the adequate amount of protein that you need with just vegetables. Um, okay. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. And honestly, if you're not supplementing with a bunch of vegetarian uh, protein shakes, it's almost going to be impossible, <laughs> to be honest. Shake um, up, guys, if you're vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but the, 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 the reason being is this per serving, vegetables don't have that much protein. And when they mm. do, it's not always the complete protein. Okay. Uh, what I mean by that is protein is made up of, essential, uh, made up of amino acids. Uh -huh. Nine of them, I believe, it being essential. Mm -hmm. meaning your body needs those to survive and thrive and be able to build muscle. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't have all nine, it won't be able to build this muscle as adequately as okay. if it did. Mm -hmm. um, in order to get all nine essential amino acids from vegetables, you're going to have to mix one or the other. For example, peas, peas and rice is one that would make mm -hmm. a complete protein. Mm -hmm. um, what's another one? I think 
rice and beans as well as another one. And there's a bunch of different combinations out there. Sure. There's um, a couple of great examples, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you definitely have to mix and match a lot of veggies and get a whole bunch of them. Now, another downside is by the time you actually get enough protein through vegetables, the <laughs> calories that you're going to be eating for the day is definitely going to go, you know, yeah. it's going to go up. Yeah. Um, so where then you would be what's called calorie surplus. So oh. if you're in a calorie surplus, you're, there's no way you're going to be able to lose weight. Number one thing on your mind when you're trying to lose weight is mm. calorie deficit. Right, right, right. I've so, heard about that. <laughs> yeah. So the calorie deficit is just basically eating less than what you're burning. Mm. And if your body's not doing that, then it can't, you know, it, can't, it has no reason to lose weight. Your body mm-hmm. doesn't really want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's programmed to maintain as much body fat as it can right. for, to be able to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really have to encourage it with the calorie deficit. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's not yeah. going to do it. Are there certain programs that you have your clients use to track all of this? Uh, I like My Fitness Pal, mm-hmm. and I like uh, another one called Lose It. I personally use uh, My Fitness Pal. Okay. I find that one to be very helpful. Okay, mm-hmm. very cool. That's awesome. And then what are your goals for your growth plan going into 2021? Um, what do you want your business to look like? What are some of your goals? I know you mentioned, obviously, end goal is own your own gym, so you can tell us more about that. Um, anything else? Uh, that's honestly the main the main focus right now. Okay. So our goal right now uh, is we want to have we want to start with something small and simple, having like a a garage gym. Oh, that'd style. be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, starting with that, and then from there going up to like a brick and mortar, going and actually mm-hmm. releasing a location and okay. then setting up setting up shop there. Okay. But trying to do that, and then of course trying to build my online coaching platform as well. So trying to definitely reach out to more people. Okay. So how are you going to scale those? Like, do you have, you know, a game plan or a business plan already in place to do that stuff? Or is that just, like, what you're working towards um, and you have, like, kind of some soft goals kind of to hit? So right now we do have some soft goals. We have certain revenue goals that we're trying to hit monthly and trying Mm -hmm. to get more more leads, more lead, better lead generation. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now just focusing on the marketing on the social media side, I feel like that's going to be our most Mm -hmm. important. most important tool yeah absolutely do you guys so for lead generation what company do you use for that uh just the ones i mentioned earlier thumbtack is one oh thumbtack yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you had mentioned uh, them okay. i used uh i also use yelp though okay uh, yelp does help a little bit uh which one else i know i've tried groupon before not mm-hmm. used to don't put don't don't use it too much anymore not uh, super effective not too much no i feel group. like people don't use it as much anymore yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Google would be a great one. Yeah, we so we're, we're definitely using Google right now. Okay. Uh, of course, lots of competition on Google. I know. So it's hard to stand That's out. true, but Google <laughs> looks real good. <laughs> yeah, once you once you get to that, you know, yeah. number one page, then for sure yeah. you got so much leads coming in. Yeah. Uh, but Google is one that we're trying to work more on, trying to optimize the SEO on the okay on the website, which is uh, yeah the search engine optimization, right? Right. Um. Which is it's, it's, it's a complicated uh, subject in and of itself, which I'm trying yeah, to learn more of. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> I, I am in the same boat as you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, those are those are the ones that we're really trying to work with to do our. We don't really want to pay somebody to do lead generation because yeah, I I used to have a, a business mentor. Okay. And she told me that you should try to have a outline of market, so some strategy marketing mm-hmm. wise that works. So if you ever do want to hire somebody, you can say this is what's been working for us, and they can go from there. Sure. Otherwise, they're not going to really know how to market for you and with the clients that you're trying to get. That's so that's cool. what we're trying to find out right, right. now. Right. And you know what you're looking for the best. Exactly. So um, I can say, are you wanting to collaborate with anybody when you open these gyms or are you wanting it to be like solely your gym? 
Uh, collaborating, honestly, I haven't really thought too much about it. Definitely, we want other trainers to be involved, of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. Um, and trying to add more people to the team. But as far mm-hmm. as collaborating with a big name, I haven't really thought of that. Haven't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. And then um, I know probably as you're building, you're creating your business, you've been growing over the last four years. Tell us about like a big challenge that ca- you, you know came up in front of you that you had to overcome and how did you do that to inspire other people that are you know in a similar journey as you or maybe they've started their business and they've hit a hiccup. Mm-hmm. You know, what kept you going and, and how did you overcome that hurdle? Is there any suggestions you have? So my first big quarter, hurdle, uh, definitely was my family to be honest um, really yeah okay. <laughs> so of course they just meant the best you know my, of course my family loves me and they just wanted what's best for me but mm-hmm. they didn't see personal training as something that could you know be a career you know they thought that sure. i should settle down and you know find some normal nine to five job <laughs> right right and I honestly i had to let them know a few times like this is what i want to do and i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. regardless right mm-hmm. i mean i understand that you want what's best for me but it's just something that i feel like i have to do and i just have to stick to it okay um yeah. and eventually i mean they, they understood and mm-hmm. you know they definitely supported me and it's been supporting me ever since so i would say that would be my first one so just had to be just really had to believe in myself and knew and know that i could do it that's awesome. Uh, the next big hurdle has definitely been COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so what are some... You did the online training, so that was an adjustment. Yeah, the remote training, the online training, those two have been adjustments, trying to put more attention into that. Mm-hmm. And just trying to let everybody know that, you know, we're trying to be safe at the studio. We're making sure mm-hmm. everything's disinfected. We're making sure that people are, you know, are, you know, not too close to each other. Sure. Um, everything at the studio gets disinfected twice a week, so, um, you know, someone comes good. in there and disinfects everything. So we're trying to be as safe as we can. That's really good. That's awesome. And then a second ago, you mentioned a mentor how did you find your business mentor she actually found me so okay that's awesome (laughs) yeah she well she reached out to me via yelp and uh, she actually reached out looking for training Okay, and cool. I started training her for about a year, and of course, while you're training, you're talking to each other, and mm-hmm. I found out that she—that's what she was doing. Her her business is called Succeed on Purpose. Oh, mm-hmm. that sounds awesome. She should be on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll link you guys up. Yeah. But she's honestly someone great to talk to. She's a really, really good business uh, business coach. Okay. And so I, you know, we basically ended up exchanging services. So I would train her for free, and then she would coach me on, you know, on the that's side. That's smart. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. Yeah, helping <laughs> each other out, lift each other up. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I learned so much from her. That's awesome. I love that. Very cool. Um, and then any other things you want to share with the listeners? Like any other tips? Do you have any? Um, one thing I did want to ask you, though, is do you have any tips for people that are calendar planning to help you? Like you, you said, to help you stay on track. You know, you're budgeting your time between these different things. You know, promoting your social media, meeting with clients in person, working online, you're kind of traveling throughout the Metroplex. So maybe another entrepreneur or potential entrepreneur is listening in right now that is building a business similar to yours or um, that concept. Has there been any tools that have helped you in terms of that? Um, or has it just been trial and error and you just kind of figuring out, are you always on top of it and mm-hmm. uh, on your game on that? Or um, what, what specifically has helped you with that? Uh, so it's definitely a lot of trial and error. Uh, but going back to Terry, she's the one that actually taught me to take it like an actual, you know, job. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes as an entrepreneur, you might have a lot of free time. Sometimes you might not, right? And mm-hmm. with that free time, we tend, well, I personally tend to slack. So <laughs> yeah. what I try to do is uh, setting That's up actual, natural. right? Uh, but I try to set up actual time slots. Like from this time to mm-hmm. this time, I have to work on this. From this time to this time, I'm work on that. And then from okay. this time to this time, it's dedicated training time and, you know, stuff okay. like that. Just to really schedule out my day or my week ahead of time oh, and just try sure. to stick to it. 
That's a great tip. So scheduling ahead of time so things don't come up and you, or if they do, you already know what you're supposed to be doing at those times. So exactly. you have to be like, okay, well, that's not an emergency. It can go in this back burner. I got to do this, this, and this right now. Exactly. So, okay, very cool. Awesome. Any Anything else you want to leave the listeners with um, um, that we haven't hit or haven't talked about? Well, one thing is nutrition is definitely key as far as, uh, as, far as weight loss. That's definitely the mm-hmm. thing that I see the most uh, as a trainer, people trying to lose some weight. Okay. And um, people tend to f- to to fall into the the hype, I guess. All the different kinds of nutrition things that are out there, like uh, what's what's a better word for it? Um, trends, I guess I should say. Mm, yeah, uh, the diet fads and trends. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and not just that, but also the the the, ex- the stuff that they sell, you know, online, like the oh, waist yeah, yeah. trainers. Uh-uh. And I heard those are really bad for you, actually. The waist trainers are because it pushes your insides, right? Exactly. So there's so I guess the way, there's the waist trainers, Creeps which me out. definitely <laughs> very bad for you. Uh, those push your organs up your pel- down your pelvic floor and up your rib cage, which is Ooh, really not good. No. Um, but also, where's the other ones Unnatural. called? Unnatural. <laughs> what are the other ones called? The ones that go along your, your stomach to help you sweat more? Uh, sweatbands, right? Yeah, yeah, those sweatbands. I don't know if it has a more specific name, but that's what I know. <laughs> the, the, yeah, something like They're called something like that. But the purpose of them, even like the sweat are the point is to make you sweat. Uh-huh. So now people, um, well, there's this misconception out there that sweating more means you're losing more body fat. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely not mm-hmm. it. When you're, lo- when you're sweating more, you're just losing more water weight, which as soon as you mm-hmm. drink water, you're going to get it right back. And... There's no such thing as spot reducing. So the whole idea of these these sweatbands that you put around your stomach is that you want to lose body fat in the stomach area. So you believe if you sweat more in the stomach area, you can mm-hmm. lose fat there, <laughs> right? And that's not how the Which way the body. Which when you say that like that, it sounds so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not just the, that's not how yeah. the way the body works. Uh, right. The body really decides where it's gonna lose body fat. At, you know, at what point? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you won't even be able to lose any body fat if you're not in a calorie deficit in the first place. So it doesn't matter where you, how much you sweat where, it's not going to really help you out much. And how do people know if they're in a calorie deficit? They just have to track how many calories they're having a day and how much they're burning? There's a, few, there's a few ways. One is uh, just checking out your weight. It could, be, it could really be that simple. So the weight fluctuates a lot day to day. So mm-hmm. don't get too worried about those numbers. And the reason why mm-hmm. it fluctuates so much is because of water weight. So if you're drinking more water one day or if you're dehydrated the next, the, the numbers are really going to fluctuate. Hmm. But what you want to look at is your weekly average. So if you see that weekly, you're consistently gaining weight, that Mm -hmm. is a pretty good indicator that you're in a calorie surplus. You're eating too much and not burning enough. Mm. So you have two choices, either be more active, form more calories, or just reduce your portions a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But, of course, if you're consistently losing some weight uh, on a weekly basis, then you're doing pretty good. That means you're in a calorie deficit. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. And then what if for people that want to maintain so same same concept. But just get more, let's say, fit, right? Like a lot of people want to do like that. They want that leaner look, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, want to, you know, their weight on the scale is great. They like the way that they look, but maybe they want to lean out a little bit, which tend to honestly, some depending on what they do, right, makes them gain weight because right. muscle weighs more than fat. So yeah. if they're leaning out a little bit more, um, like what tips do you have for that? So that's technically called body recomposition, and that's something mm-hmm. that I really, really love to do to try to teach my clients that's mm-hmm. ideally like when someone comes to me when they say they want to lose some weight mm-hmm. in reality they they want that leaner look right mm-hmm. um so body recomposition is completely possible you can build muscle and lose body fat at the same time it's just a couple things that have to 
mm-hmm. fall in line for you to be able to do that. Okay. So, but there's three conditions in order for you to be able to do that. Um, one, you either have to be a beginner, mm-hmm. someone who uh, is barely starting to lift mm-hmm. um, and get into the fitness lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Well, really more about lifting. That's really what's going to determine. If you've been lifting for years, then that wouldn't technically consider a beginner, someone who's just starting lifting some weights. Uh, you have to be basically obese, meaning you have a lot of body fat on you. Or you have to be someone who is experienced with lifting weights but took about a year to two-year break. And if you fall under those three conditions, then you are able to do what's called body recompositioning, build muscle, and lose body fat at the same time. Hmm. And nutrition-wise, what you have to do is you have to be basically very close to a caloric maintenance, so eating roughly about the same that way you're burning, but Mm -hmm. really be tracking your protein. That's really going to be a really important key. And what are some of the best, from what you found, the most effective sources of protein that give them people the best results for their workouts and then also health-wise? Honestly, chicken is by far mm. the best one. It's, the, okay. it's one of the leanest, cleanest sources of protein out there. Mm. Um, protein shakes also do help. Uh, eggs is another great mm-hmm. source of protein. Um, and they're also very filling as well. So. Mm-hmm. Three to four eggs will fill someone up. It's not that many calories and pretty mm-hmm. good amount of protein in it. Um, also, I want to debunk the whole misconception that <laughs> the egg yolk is bad for you. That has definitely, I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that has definitely been proven several times over that is not the case. They have yeah. proven that high cholesterol in the egg does not raise your cholesterol in the bloodstream. They've mm. actually proven that a saturated fat has more of an effect on cholesterol in the bloodstream than mm. cholesterol itself. Mm. So definitely eat the whole egg. It's full of nutrition. It it's definitely has a lot more protein. It's full of taste as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like, part. why? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, but for those for, for the ones who are trying to stick to more vegetarian route, uh-huh. uh, shakes, definitely recommend shakes. That's going to help out a lot. But like I mentioned earlier, right, the combination of rice and beans is good. Rice and peas is just going to also be very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, tofu is good. Mm. Mm. I was actually looking it up earlier. Pumpkin seeds is also mm-hmm. another good. Where any kind of seed, really, any kind of nut butter is going to be yeah, a, a decent source. Yeah, they've got a lot source. of protein. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a decent source of protein. Um, Probably hummus too, right? Lentils? Yes, yes. Ch- chickpeas, lentils, things like yeah. that will also be a very good source of protein as well. Yeah. Okay, very cool. And then do you feel like sleep also affects weight loss? Definitely. Okay. Uh, so what should people be aiming for? <laughs> I would say... I'm, I know I'm guilty of not sleeping enough. <laughs> building this and working full time. Trust I'm, me. I'm honestly... I've, I've been proud of myself lately. I've been doing a lot better of it, but it is tough. It's very hard mm. to get a hold of, yeah. uh, especially when you got such a you know busy day like yourself. Mm-hmm. But you try, try to aim for at least six hours. If you can, seven to eight hours would be great. My goal is eight. Most of the time, I get around six or seven. That's Sometimes a little at. less <laughs> than six. It depends on the night and how busy I am. But I try to I try to shoot for that. I feel so much better when I get more sleep. So do I. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. What I used to try to do is sleep like four to five and then take a nap later, but it's not the same. At least no, not for it's me. not, unless it's all complete. Exactly. Yes, I feel so much better. So there's five main pillars when I, that I like to teach my clients as far okay. as weight loss and, and uh, losing body fat. Mm-hmm. So... From most important to least important, the most important one is going to be calories. So, of course, calorie deficit, Mm. once again. Uh, The second one is going to be protein intake. You want to make sure you're getting Mm. adequate amount of protein in order to be able to boost that metabolism, build some Mm. lean body mass, and Mm. shed off some body fat. Um, Third one to that is actually going to be resistance training. So, working out with Mm. weights to help stimulate the muscle to grow and lose more pure body fat. The fourth one is actually recovery. So, you want to make sure you're getting enough Mm. sleep. You want to make sure you're not just getting enough sleep, but also stress management. 
Mm-hmm. So having too much stress and not being able to deal with it adequately will help, will basically re, uh, increase your cortisol hormones mm-hmm. will make it harder to lose some body fat. <laughs> so stress management is also very important. And the last one is cardio. Mm. So the cardio, the whole purpose of cardio is just to help increase the daily expenditure, which will make it easier to be in a calorie deficit. Mm. But that's just like an accessory. It definitely should not mean your your main driver of your fitness journey. Okay. So how do you suggest people that have high-stress jobs or situations, how do they handle and manage that? Or what are some tips you give people? Yeah, I definitely would say, well, first off, try to find something that you enjoy and try to do it once or twice a week. You know, if you're enjoying painting and you find that relaxes you, Mm -hmm. really try to make time for that. If you like to read, make time for reading. Mm -hmm. Things that are really, really help you relax you. Another one that I love doing, I don't do nearly enough, is meditation. Mm. So it's a great, great, great stress reliever. Um, something that I hear a lot when I recommend it is that I just can't do it, right? I just it's, mm-hmm. I just can't turn off my brain. It just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. But just like anything else, it's something that you have to practice and really focus mm. on. And yeah. there's a lot of apps out there that can you can do guided meditation mm-hmm. that would help you out Like Insight Timer is a good app. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I might check that one out. Is yeah. it? Yeah. I might try that. I think Calm is another one. Yeah. And I think another one called is uh, Headspace. Okay, I haven't heard of that one, Headspace. Uh, That one's been popular lately. But, yeah, just meditation is such a great way to release stress and really try to calm down and, you know, Mm -hmm. release some anxiety. And what do you suggest for your clients to get more sleep, too? Or what helps? You said getting the phone away. Yeah. (laughs) For me, that's definitely my number one. Uh, Something that I see a lot is TV. Mm. People say that, well, the TV helps me sleep. It no, it no, no, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> it actually keeps you awake. <laughs> exactly. It's that light. Yeah. Well, the light, the blue light is going to uh-huh. it's gonna keep you up, but also just the fact that you well, might not be engaged with TV, but even if there's sound in the background, your, your brain, brain still. focuses on it. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard about that. So try to turn off TV about an hour before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, put your phone away. Try to get in a dark room. Make sure there's no light that could be bugging you. Mm-hmm. Even if you do fall asleep with some lights, um, studies have shown that it could still bother your your Mm -hmm. REM sleep Mm -hmm. um so you won't be able to get much of a restful sleep yeah I like to sleep in the dark (laughs) yeah so do I Uh, like as black as these panels (laughs) exactly yeah Uh, another one is making sure uh the the room is not too hot I think studies have shown Mm -hmm. that also staying in a nice cool room will Mm -hmm. help you relax and go to sleep faster and another cool. one is just noise. Also, make sure there's not too much, oh, yeah. a lot of noise going on. White noise is okay, like putting yeah. a fan on or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But make sure it's not, you know, like TV noise. That definitely yeah. is going to keep you up. Yeah, for sure. And then um, any last fitness tips you want to leave with anybody or motivation for 2021 to get out there and hit their fitness goals or become a trainer themselves? Yeah, honestly, just it's, I mean, getting started is definitely the most difficult part. Mm. So... Just get started, you know, try to make it a habit, make it an effort to, even if it's just going for a run, you know, something is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So just try to do a little something, 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes a day, and then before you know it, it'll become a habit, and you'll be doing a lot more stuff, and you'll be you'll be feeling a lot better. That's awesome. I agree. Our habits create our lifestyle, so it's so important. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate it, and we're excited to follow along with your growth and your business, and eventually see your gym. We'll have to have you back on when you open that gym up. So Absolutely. it'll be really awesome. Well, perfect. Well, you guys stay tuned for the next episode of Double E Elevating Entrepreneurs.